Welcome to the Wealth and Purpose Podcast, where people who are led by their hearts come to learn the secrets to creating wealth in a way that feels really good and live their purpose fully in the process. I'm your host, Patty Lennon. I'm an ex-type A corporate banker turned intuitive business coach. I'm also a wife, a mom to two preteens, a professor, Girl Scout leader, and well, hey, you get it. Like you, I wear a lot of hats. Whether you're looking for inspiration to get started or strategies to get growing, I am here to help you create abundance in every area of your life and business. Welcome. Today, I'm going to tell you a story, and it's a story that I am often asked to tell because I think it makes people curious, and that is the story of how I discovered that I was an intuitive, that I had psychic medium powers, I guess you could say, gifts that were beyond the ordinary. Most of the stories you hear out there of people who have these gifts or have access to these gifts, because I truly believe we all actually have these gifts, we just have different levels of access to them. But usually stories we hear out there are ones where people talk about having been able to see, you know, relatives that had crossed over or beings from the other side of the veil since they were young. Like their earliest memories include knowledge of these gifts. I am not that person. I'm sure that those gifts maybe were present for me as a young person, really young, but they're not in a place of my memory that I can access them. As far back as I can remember, as a young person, I was just regular. (laughs) And I've always been a highly empathic person, so I could always feel what other people were feeling. But beyond that, you know, being able to talk to people from the other side of the veil, having clarity about what was about to happen for someone over the next one month, three months, 10 months, none of that ever was a part of my life. So how did I uncover these gifts or how did I connect to them? Well, I was... You know, as my intro says, I was a type A corporate banker turned intuitive coach. So I was working, I was loving being in the world of banking. It was really fit my energy and my my personality. And I was always going, going, going. And one day, and I've told this story before, one day I woke up and I thought, is this what God wanted for me? Was I doing right with by my gifts, you know, by God, by the divine? pushing papers all day, essentially. And so I sought the counsel of a woman who I really trusted and respected, who is deeply spiritual. And at that point, she connected me to the fact that how I show up wherever I am is my purpose. You know, that, that who I am and how I impact people really makes a difference. And from that point on, I really started to see my ability to you know, have an impact on people beyond selling them a financial contract, that the way I treated them, the way I treated my coworkers, you know, what I inspired them to see for themselves, for the people around us mattered. And the more I did that, the more I was drawn to psychology because I found myself really called to help people understand that there were no boundaries in life other than the ones they created for themselves. And so I really wanted to understand the brain science behind it because I felt the spiritual truth of that, but I knew there was like actual psychology that could help. And I pursued a master's in psych and I got it while I was working at the bank. 
and during that period of time decided that it would really like to leave the banking world because at the time they were really pulling back budgets on things like um, career counselors and executive coaches inside the bank, which is where I felt myself being pulled. So I started a coaching to train as a coach with Martha Beck to get my certification to go out on my own. And lo and behold, as soon as I had made that commitment, I was offered a package to leave that gave me a year's salary. It was exactly what I needed to have the courage to go. And I did. And soon after I started um, working with Martha training, I and all of my colleagues that were in that particular training class were invited out to the desert to spend a weekend with Martha. And if you're not familiar with Martha Beck, definitely check her out. She's just a fascinating human being. Um, But she really opens people up to what's possible for them. So it was just a very cool experience. And I was excited to be there. And all of a sudden, by the second day, I could feel that I knew things about people that I they hadn't yet told me. I just would see someone and instantly know what the answer was to a question they had maybe posed earlier in the day about a challenge they were facing. And I was really surprised about that. And I kept it to myself. But later that night, we were out to dinner. And it was just the core group that I was training with. So there was a six or seven of us and we were just by ourselves. So I was confiding in them what had happened. And some of them were really like, thought it was super cool and some were dubious. And believe me, I am the most cynical person. So I was right along with them. I was not insulted by the fact that people doubted that this was real. And then one of my most cynical friends was really challenging me on like, you know, well, how, you know, how does that information sound and what does it look like? And how did you know that? And I really couldn't put it to words, but as we were talking, some string of sentences came out of my mouth and it wasn't like they, they didn't make sense. They did, but they were, they were, the sentences were formed in a way that I wouldn't normally speak. And I didn't think that much of it. It wasn't like some supernatural experience. But immediately, this friend of mine, this cynical woman, went white as a ghost and went running to the bathroom. And I was going to go up and get her, you know, follow her in. I thought I had said something that disturbed her. But one of my colleagues said, no, no, let me get her. And so she ran in to get her. And she came back to the table and she told us that she actually had a sibling with special needs and that the sibling would say these, the sentences I had just said is what that sibling would say to her when she left the house every day. And there was no way I would have known that. I didn't even know she had a sibling with special needs. So that was quite surprising. And then, you know, more and more of that started happening over the weekend. But I really, really doubted it. I really doubted it. <laughs> I really doubt that these were gifts. I just sort of attributed it to be me being somehow really observant. Because I always had been back in my banking days. You know, I really noticed when someone was down. And I just picked up on cues. So I went back home. And I was building my coaching business. And if you've listened to that story, you know that first year wasn't super successful financially. But anyway, that's an aside. 
those gifts definitely didn't help me understand that I needed to do better sales and marketing to grow my business. But um, within, I'd say six or seven months, uh, Martha had invited all of the coaches back for a big conference. So when I started working with Martha, she's got a lot of coaches now, but back when I was working with her, I think there was only about 50 of us in total. And by that next year, when there was time for the conference, there were two or 300 and we were all going to be meeting up in Chicago. And my little cohort that had been there for that dinner that we had stayed in touch were talking about these gifts I had because we had had more conversations over the months and more information had come through for each of them. And they loved it and they thought it was super cool. I was still still holding it with within a shadow of a doubt for sure. And one of the women that was there that I'd never met, she was from a different coaching class, was sitting with us. And so we were all talking and somehow we got down the path of a spiritual discussion. We were talking about the fact that when we're born, that we choose you know, our parents and that our parents choose us before we even come to the planet. And we were having a discussion about that. And she was inquisitive and she was pregnant at the time. And she was having the baby with her wife. And I said, oh, well, you just chose, because I think we were saying, you know, do you choose your mother and father? And I said, well, your child just chose two mothers. And she said, well, you know, the 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 sperm donor who is more than a sperm donor, but the person, their friend that was going to be a part of this was going to stay a part of the baby's life. And he was in a relationship. And I said, well, then maybe your baby chose two, two mothers and two fathers. And we moved on from the conversation and, and I really didn't think anything of it. We went to bed that night and in you know, I was in the room alone in the middle of the night. I got woken straight up, sat up in bed. And this woman's baby, this is my friend, Anna, her baby was talking to me. And I could not believe that her baby was there talking to me. And she told me that you need to tell my mother that I didn't choose two dads. I only chose one. And I was like, all righty, is this really happening? But I went back to bed eventually, and the next day, I found Anna, and I said, hey, if I got a message for you, would you want it? And that's usually how I approach people if I feel like they're, if I've gotten a really persistent message from the other side of the veil, that's how I'll approach them. And she said, yes, of course. But she goes, let me guess. It's that my baby didn't choose two fathers. She only chose one. Well, you could have knocked me over with a feather. That was the exact message. And I was shocked. And she goes, you know, as we were talking about it, I just felt it so strongly in my heart and it made me sad, but I knew it was true. And more than this message being for my friend, Anna, I think this message was really that, that one defining moment where the universe, the divine stepped in to help me own my gifts and to just know that they were really true. As it turns out, Anna and I still had more work to do together around this. And it was really um, just fascinating because throughout her pregnancy with her daughter, I just, my, my mind and my heart would constantly be pulled back to her and to her, her unborn daughter. And not necessarily messages coming through, it's just my mind would go there. And all of a sudden, one day, I just felt that I was supposed to tell her my birth story. And my birth story with me, with my son, which was, it was a very difficult birth 
for him, for sure. Um, for me too, uh, three days in hard labor, I had been induced and eventually, um, after four hours of pushing, had a C-section, which also was difficult. And I said, I think the, the reason I'm being called to tell you this is just to understand that if at any time during your delivery, you feel like you need something, you need to ask for a C-section, just don't try and do it the right way. Because that's really what I had done is I tried to have a natural birth when everything in my body was telling me that we needed to, to go to a C-section. Well, it turns out, and Anna lives in Amsterdam in a place that really they, they encourage home births, but if you're going to have a birth in the hospital, they really look for you know the lowest level of medical intervention. And so she did end up in the hospital to give birth. And I forget what those circumstances were, but at some point, what I had said to her was in her mind and she asked for a C-section. And I think they tried to guide her away from it, but she really, she insisted. She just knew that's what she was supposed to do. And as it turns out, she had undiagnosed preeclampsia. And had she stayed in labor, something very serious could have happened to her or the baby. And that to me was just, of course, so heartening that they ended up having a safe birth and that something I said may have contributed to that. But just, it was so conclusive of not just my gifts, but how we as souls are so connected. Like it is so clear to me, even when I look at her daughter, when we Zoom, like when we have a Zoom conversation, I look into her eyes, I just know I've known her for so many lifetimes. And so these gifts are so much more than, you know, a cool party trick or just something that's cool or interesting or exciting. These gifts are really, to me, just the the nature of our soul popping through our humanity. And I truly believe we all come with them. Over the years, the way I've strengthened those gifts are really not through any like psychic classes or doing anything like, you know, metaphysically oriented. It's just the more I open my heart and my mind and my soul to what I'm receiving everything grows. My intuitive gifts grow. My financial success grows. The clients that I enjoy working with more and more come to me. All of that is connected. It's all about receiving. So that is the story of how I came to know about my gifts. Now it's been 10 years since that happened. And two big pivotal moments in this journey for me have been the death of my mom and my dad, both at those two stages that my mom seven years ago, my dad just this year my gifts opened up dramatically. I was able to see or hear, or I guess, do things differently than I had before. I think part of it is the nature of grief. You naturally open up your top chakra. You naturally open up to the other side of the veil to just try and stay connected to that person you love that crossed over. But something I can't explain happened with each of those milestones in my life. But whatever they were, they've moved me to the next level. And I know that my my, the reason for my gifts is not for me to do psychic medium sessions as much as I respect people that do the work and I regularly pay them for their help. I know that my gifts are to help others get in touch with theirs because even when I've spoken to my spirit guides about why I, this happened when I was 35 and I spent my whole life, most of my life, not having these gifts, they've said, this was what you chose before you came. You wanted to know very concretely what it felt like to not have access to these gifts so that you could help others to open up to them. And so that's my journey. And um, I will tell you if you're curious about opening to your intuitive gifts, the first place to start is your breath. 
because your breath teaches you on how um, the balance of giving and receiving should happen. When you breathe out, you give. You have to breathe in to keep going. And that is the basis, that is the foundational relationship of everything coming to you, whether it's intuitive knowledge, money, love, whatever it is. And so if you are interested in, in opening to your own intuitive gifts, I will tell you that's, that's a really good place to start is just to spend a few minutes every day consciously breathing. It will do so many good things for you and it'll start to, you'll start to notice in that quiet of that breath that there's information available to you. Now, getting learning to trust it is, a ne- is the next level of that, and I can't quite cover that in a short podcast, but that is the beginning stages. And if you're interested in exploring this more, I definitely invite you to check out Receiving School. It starts November 18th. It will be a program, a six-week coaching program dedicated to opening up not only you to your intuitive gifts, it's really opening you up to allowing in all the money, love, and abundance that's headed to you that the universe is delivering to you on a daily basis. But the blocks that we have in place, emotional, spiritual, mental, keep it from coming into your life. So if you're interested in that, go check it out, pattylennon.com forward slash receiving school. And I just want you to know this, within you is a deep body of wisdom that you have access to, whether you know it yet or not. And if you just start with that faith, I promise things will start to open up for you. Have a great day. Hey, thanks for listening. And if you know someone who needs to hear this message, please share this podcast with them. And if you're feeling really generous, I'd love for you to leave us a review on your favorite podcast app. It helps us reach many more people. And it fills my heart with so much joy when I hear what you had to say about what you heard. I am cheering for your success. Have an amazing day. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.